0: Well, down here at the Creekside Fire Area camp again, just really excited just to share some thoughts and so grateful for the time that we're getting together in homes to really um, reflect on scripture and chew on some ideas. And yeah, tonight we're going to take a look at this idea of union, a life united with Christ. And let's jump into a verse that really speaks to this sort of, sort of straight out of the, the bat here. Um, in John chapter 15, and if you've got your phone, or your Bible, or your device with you, uh, yeah, jump jump into this passage and follow along in front. The, the words of this passage will be the, the focus of our of our discussion and the thoughts that I share here. And so, yeah, John chapter 15, starting at verse 1 through to verse 11. I'm reading from the Amplified. It says, I am the true vine. My Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. You are already clean because the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you, remain in me and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith, unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit for otherwise apart from me that is cut off from vital union with me. You can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch and withers and dies. And they gather such branches and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me, And my words remain in you, that is, if we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples. I have loved you just as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. Do not doubt my love for you. If you keep my commandments and obey my teaching, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you these things so that my joy and delight may be in you and that your joy may be made full and complete and overflowing. I mean, what a what a beautiful place to finish that, that Jesus is, is sharing these things and revealing these things so that his joy and delight might be in us and that our joy might be made full and complete and overflowing. You know, and and this picture of union, um, you know, really goes beyond having the wisdom of Jesus or the plans or the will of God or the purpose of God. It takes it out of this functional, operating, uh, doing-based place, and really affords us the opportunity to um, consider our life in connection to our God. But this life is in you know, a flow that is not my own; that it is united to something that is not the life that I have of my own volition. It's it's being vitally united to something other than myself. I mean, Paul. Paul said it. Paul said it um, this way in his letter. He said, "It is no longer I who live." but it's Christ who lives in me. And he was saying in that, he was saying, the life that I've come to live and experience is so much more than my own life. This spirit of God life within me is such that I can't say that this life I'm living is any longer Paul. It's Christ who you see, it's Christ who you taste. This is the fruit of the life of God within me. and, And what a powerful statement. And let it all be each of our prayer, not to set that aside and go, well, that's for Super Paul but to look at it and go, that's for me, that this life I live, I desire that the life that I live would no longer be Brad, but that in vital union, in, 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 in connection to the life of God, this life, the fruit of this life, what this life produces would no longer be my own, but that I would be able to one day, in one some way say, this life I live is no longer Brad, but this is Christ who lives in me. And might it be so for each of us in increasing measure. But if we think about that, you know, this, this passage that talks about the vine, that, that in, in, in being in union with him, we will bear much fruit. And outside of that, that union, that establishment in the vine, there is no fruit. There is no fruit. And I'm not sure we totally believe that. You know, I think we sort of feel like, almost like this is the opportunity to to fill up the tanks with petrol, or this is the opportunity to have more power to be in union. Wow, oh, that's a beautiful bird. Anyway, but uh, that that yeah, that, that union is actually almost just more like the supercharger, like that's gonna like just like oh, if I need a bit of extra, if I want a bit of something more. But but Jesus isn't saying that; He's saying that there is no fruit outside of abiding in Him being in union with him, and I think, you know, for us, what does it practically look like? What does it practically look like? He says, no French branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, and neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. I'm the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. Otherwise, apart from me that is cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. So how do we experience union? How do we position ourselves for union? How, how, how do we live a life that is in the flow of a connection to God in our daily day in and day out? You know, I think the challenge with this is, is that we are so bound by a life of the flesh apart from the spirit that, that we we need practices. We need engagements we need intentionality we need things that train us in this space to find the flow and the union i I need a time where i get up and i establish at the beginning of my day a connection to god in hopes that this would be something that a hundred times through my day i recognize and realize that i'm in the flow of a god life within me and it's more than inquiring of the thoughts or the purposes or the the considerations of god but it is that It's more than what we talked about the first week, offering my life to God, that he would sanctify me, that I would choose to make a daily offering of my life to him. But gosh, it is that. Uh, And so in offering my life, in seeking the mind of Christ, in living with union with him, is the fruit of my life tasting of Jesus? That is really the question that this, this verse asks. And then, and then to know and understand, well, what does union look like? What does it look like for each of us? How do we establish it? And, and what does it look like to protect it and guard it? Because we know that the enemy comes constantly to disrupt our unity with God. And as I think about it, you know, this is a, this is a coming together, almost like this picture of marriage that we're given, you know? And Jesus says uh, that the two will become one flesh. You know, there's this idea that two people become one, and it's so foreign to us because we're so used to independent thinking and, um, you know, especially in our West, Western culture, we really aren't formed in this idea of union and connection and collection or, or even that how significant our humanity is made to, to be a part of a whole, that we are a, a people, not just a person. And that, and that even in two of us, you know, Leela and I, the two have become one flesh. And I can honestly say this life that I now live, I no longer live as a Brad life, but I live a Brad and Leela life. I've been so fundamentally changed and adjusted by the ways and the preferences and the and the strengths of Leela's life that the life i now live i am a dish doing person on a very regular basis but prior to Leela, i was pretty happy to leave the dishes for a day or two but this life i now live i live not as a brad life but as a brad and Leela life and it's a silly example but we have learned a life that is our life and isn't just my life anymore and it's the same we are meant to To be so in Christ and so coming to know him and so appreciating his way and experiencing the fruit of the truth that he gives us, that his ways become our ways, that his life becomes our life, that his thoughts become our thoughts, and that in union with him, the fruit of my life is truly Christ. And so for us, like I think as we discuss this tonight and as we consider it and as we look back at this verse, what fosters union for me? What is it? What is it that brings that about? What establishes it or or what disrupts it what 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 disestablishes my union with jesus you know and and as we begin to explore this spiritual space of being united to the life of christ something powerful begins to happen and to be honest we begin to become those who value something that we recognize is opposed that actually there's a lot of the flesh life a lot of this world and its ways a lot of the natural life that I've been given that is perpetually disrupting my union with Christ. And I think when we become a people who are seeking to establish union, two things happen. We become a pursuer of of union intentionally, and we become a, a rejecter of that which disrupts, distracts, and robs me of union with Christ. And I think we've got to be both. It's both about what I do, and what I don't do, and you know, when we begin to look at, at Scripture through that lens, not as something that's been offered to us for um, obedience' sake or 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 religious' sake, but we begin to look at the things that Jesus commands, both to do and not to do. As that which will support our flow of union with him, it takes on new life. When my sole goal becomes, I want to be united, I want to abide in you, I want to be vitally united, that the fruit of my life is that which Jesus has intended, we begin to be challenged um, in what we're accepting in our routines and our practices and you know for me there's been some significant adjustments around what I spend time doing and what I don't spend time doing even about what I spend time praying for and, and considering and reflecting on but also just my daily habits you know I think if union is a daily desire for us and abiding in the vine being connected to the vine uh, I think our daily habits our daily rituals our daily what we give our attention to, what we give our time to, and what we pursue from desire, really is what comes into play in this space. And amen. one last verse, as we close, John chapter fourteen, verse six to fourteen. This is this is the picture of Jesus that He gives of this as an example. Jesus said to him, "I am the only way to God, and the real truth, and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me." If you really had known me, you would also have known my Father. From now on you know him and have seen him. And Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and then we'll recognize then, then we'll be satisfied. And Jesus said to him, I've been with you for so long a time, and you do not know me yet, Philip, nor recognize clearly who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you I do not say on my own initiative or authority, but the Father abiding continually in me does his works, his attesting miracles and acts of power. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Otherwise, believe me because of the very works themselves which you have witnessed. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, anyone who believes in me as savior will also do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than these in extent and outreach because I'm going to the father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name as my representative, this I will do so that the father may be glorified and celebrated in the son. If you ask anything, ask me anything in my name, yes, as my representative, I will do it." What an incredible picture that Jesus is saying You've seen me, so you've seen the Father. It's the same as what Paul's saying. This life I now live is Christ. He's saying that the things that I do, I don't do of my own volition or authority. This is the work of the Father. We must become those who know that the power at work within us is not our own. This is the life of Christ. I am not the one who takes credit. I'm not the one who has accomplished. Union has so taken hold in my life that the life of Jesus, the life of my Father, is at work through me. You know, My prayer for us is that... um, We would come to to practically and pragmatically know the experience of union, that Christ is with me, that I am not alone, that this life I live, I live in a strength, in a spirit, in a peace, a peace I don't have to come to myself. It's His peace that I've come to know. The wisdom, I don't have to know all the things, but I find myself guarded and protected in the life of Christ, united with Him. And in the mix of that, then, there are all matter of things which I've rejected and refused that this would be my one thing. So, God, would you bless us as we discuss and as we consider this idea of union? Would you bring to life this verse in John? And uh, would you minister to us as we uh, as we consider these things in your name? So, all right. Well, let's cut to some discussions. And um, yeah, bless you. And yeah, this pray your time together is really fruitful. Thanks.